0: Friends, it has been like a month and I am sorry for the brief hiatus of life because, well, I've been doing way too much and then I got tired. So then I had to sleep and then that sleep just turned into a whole kerfuffle of me just not posting content. So my bad, but welcome back. Your girl is hopefully here to stay. It's been a whole year around the sun of this podcast. I actually missed that anniversary when you're listening to this, it was a week ago, so happy one year of this journey of Adventures with Stuffers, and thank you for coming along for the ride. With that being said, today, while you're listening to this, is also my 27th birthday. Woo, almost 30. Woo. And as I say that, my guest today is giving me probably the metaphorical and figure or literal finger because... She's older than me and that's just it's just like a knife to the heart, but it's fine. I brought Angie, you know, you know her, you love her. We, we brought Angie back. We are going to recap where I've been, what I've been doing. Main things being I attended LeakyCon as my first ever media event, and I went to Epcot and I rode Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. So that's on the agenda or on the docket for today. Truly, truly sorry that I haven't been around. I know I said I was going to do a short series about all my tips and tricks, and I will get back to that. I just needed a little bit of time to recoup and get my life together because there are some in real life things I've been working on. So without further ado, hello, Angie, and welcome back to episode 40. Did I say it was episode 40? Because it is episode 40 of the Adventures of Stuffers podcast. Hi, Steph. Flexing. I'm flexing. You can't see me. I'm flexing. I was as good as that was going to get because, you know, it's fine, but hello, welcome to my birthday extravaganza episode of life. Yeah. You're so close to 30, three years, that
1: three is- more years.
0: You- okay, the-, the past three years of <laughs> nap crackled and popped and <laughs> it's fine. Okay. It's fine. I'm not having a Uh, it's not even a quarter life crisis because I've already hit that so it's it's fine it's all downhill when you have to say factor on a regular basis but in my or in my travels of life people have said that turning 30 is like when your life like clicks into place and you're like getting your shit together maybe I don't god I hope so I mean, same. I mean, you're getting your life together. You're like, you know, doing some things, change, changing your life and 30, flirty, and thriving is right around the corner. It's fine. Yeah. Maybe not the right. flirty. It's probably gonna be 30. Never mind. Let, let's not wow. get <laughs> it. Okay, gonna... well, thanks for having me on. I'll be gone now. <laughs> I was gonna say 30 and like some art like like flirty with yourself. It's more like a self-reflective, like uh what's it called Met- what's it called when you're like grow grow ev- evolution but okay. I don't know how to change flirty to evolution so that I was just I left it I mean if you want to be flirty be flirty but I don't know what to tell you anyway <laughs> I catch and I release into the universe oh god that was a lot right. it's it's fine we're fine I this isn't a cry for help and I have definitely not haven't had enough caffeine today
1: Whew. so let let's chat about
0: all the fun stuff you've been doing lately oh geez okay um first things first the last episode I think I talked about dining recommendations go listen to that and come back because it's been like a month and maybe you forgot you know what I'm saying second thing I have been on a few podcasts you know, in general in life, I, I'm on Dawes, Does Disney every Monday. Um, my dear friend and your dear friend, Justin Monorail, has revived his creating passions of life. Well, he already had creation, creating passions of life, but he has launched a new podcast called the Passholder Lounge Podcast. So go check that out on all of your podcatchers. I was on episode three and I am on another one. I just don't know which episode that's going to be that's next but we get deep we get deep on episode three so yeah you know that's yeah that's where I've been that's where I've been at uh sort of sort of kind of I've honestly I've hit a bit of a I don't even want to say burnout because it really hasn't been burnout It's because I've slept you know what I'm saying like I don't allow myself to get burnt out I kind of just let myself rest and recoup Riku? recoup 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 I don't know. Words are hard. (laughs) I don't, I don't feel like I've burnt out. I think the imposter syndrome has been at an all time high lately. So between going to this amazing event, AKA LeakyCon that I was given the pleasure of being press at and trying to figure out my Twitch streaming schedule and trying to, uh, keep going with the content like on tiktok and on instagram and stuff i just feel like i felt defeated more than burnt out just because you know i always you meet these people and you're like so proud of them and impressed by them and you're like i really should be doing it this way but that's just not how i do it so then i fall into the hole that is my thoughts and that's kind of where i've been for the past month uh I went to an every other week format, and then it, it, then it, it just went, meow, and that was my sound effect of the day. I'm one of the many I'm sure that you will hear. But I went to LeakyCon, and if you don't know what that is, that is the Harry Potter convention for the nerds of the potters world, potter, potter nerds, potter heads, potter world of Perhaps. loving Harry Potter. It's Potterheads. Sure. I just, I had to spiral into that conclusion and that was in Orlando. And as you all know, I never, I never missed a, an, an opportunity to go to Orlando for theme parks or things. And I decided to go to something that's not a theme park mostly because I technically did go to it. Yeah. You still went, you, you <laughs> can't go to Orlando without going to a theme park. That seems like i <laughs> I am so, we actually had time to go to Universal wow. and I decided to rest instead of going to Universal. Wow. Maybe you are getting closer to 30 than we thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so hot. And you're going to hear me say that a lot. It is just so hot that mm-hmm. I needed to like not put myself in that situation. It, it was, it was just a lot. Um, do we want to go in chronological order or do we want to go in? bigger to smaller order I don't they're both pretty big things I guess but yeah
1: well let's start with LeakyCon since we we kind of already set that up and then we can go to
0: your other fun thing that you did all right well LeakyCon so it was three days full of fun it was was a lot yeah this was my first ever convention it was something that I'm interested in but I'm definitely not as What's the word? Educated on. Mm-hmm. I educated on seems to be m- more of, of of an accurate statement. I have seen all the movies multiple times. I am just now reading the books for the first time, and I'm on book four. And I started that actually while we were getting ready to record this. So I dabble. I, I dabble in some Harry Potter. I love visiting the Wizarding World at Universal Orlando, obviously, because I do that all the time. So when this opportunity came around, I was like, let me just apply because you never know unless, you know, you you ask and they say no to you. Did I think that I was in over my head and I don't have a following and I don't have engagement and they were going to say no? Absolutely, because imposter syndrome is real, y'all. You got that they, like, I want to say what, like a month before the event. I'm a planner, so I need to, like, have things booked, like, months in advance. But, like, a month before the event, they were, like, you're approved. Um, I actually have a clip of when I got the approval email, and it is on my TikTok. So maybe on my Instagram, but mostly probably on my TikTok. So you can go check that out and see my live reaction of when I read that email. I had a friend who is a cosplayer who lives in Orlando so I messaged her and I said hey do you want to come to this event with me she said I'm not a huge Harry Potter person I've seen the movies but yeah I'll, I'll go with you and cosplay and there were a bunch of ideas and blah 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 shout out to my friend Taylor for accompanying me on this adventure and I think to start this recap of the event my number one of my pieces I don't know if it's my number one but a very big piece of advice I have is if you are an awkward or introverted or quiet shy person bring someone with you that gets you out of your shell I if it wasn't for Taylor your girl would be sitting in a corner being awkward and that's fine for everyday life, I guess. Um, I mean, I, I bear myself on the internet to literally the world. But it's different when you're it's different when you're in a space you're unfamiliar with, and then it's different when you're in your element. Like you've seen me, Angie, at Universal, like I'm a different vibe. I'm still awkward mm-hmm. and I'm still kind of to myself, but like I'm comfortable. So I tend to gravitate more toward you know being one way or the other and like in awkward uncomfortable situations I'm like I'm just gonna sit down and take a drink of water and stare at everyone and just you know it was to the point where I didn't even want to like ask somebody to take a photo with me even though like they're cosplaying and like that's kind of the point Mm -hmm. Taylor really helped with that one but it was three full days well it was two and a pinch days for me of LeakyCon because after the second day, we parted too hard the night before and I needed to sleep it. So that's it to the best of us, that's especially really, when you're reaching 30. Yeah, <laughs> That's just going to be the overarching thing. Yes, <laughs> we're reaching 30. We're getting old. It is what it is. <laughs> Okay, so Leaky Con. This is for all the Harry Potter fans or if you're a dabbling Harry Potter fan and you just want to know more. Uh, At the event, they had Chris Rankin who plays Percy Weasley in the movies. They had Stan Mm, Yanevsky. I probably butchered his last name, but the guy who plays Victor Crumb in Goblet of Fire. And then he makes an appearance in the last movie as well. And they had... Josh Henderson, Henderson, that sounds correct to me. I feel like I butchered his name as well, who plays Goyle. And they had Sean Biggerstaff, who plays Oliver Wood, which when I said that to my friends, they were like, Oliver Wood, say what? This is my sexual awakening. And I'm like, bruh, y'all need to calm down. (laughs) They also had uh, Afshan Azad, who plays uh, one of the twins- in goblet of fire i think they're in uh, more of the movies because they're obviously i think in the last one padma i want to say that her name is padma patil but now i'm going to google it because now i'm unclear yeah okay she did play padma patil see i know some things i learned from this experience um but yeah, she was in the Harry Potter movies, obviously. She had a sister in the movies, Blase Squase. And who did I miss? I think, oh, Devin Murray, who plays um, Seamus was also there, did not see him at all because he was only there the last day and that was when your girl went in, went out type of situation. So these weren't the main quote-unquote characters, but in previous years, they have had other actors that have been in the movies, and honestly, for this was their first event since the world caught on fire. On It was to be expected that it was like a smaller scale thing. According to Taylor, this was literally the fraction of the size of, or probably the smallest con she's ever been to, she said. I'm pretty sure which honestly much bigger than this con i'd probably have a panic attack because i don't i really don't do well with crowds that's yeah i it was i think the largest was all 2500 people on saturday and like that that's enough for me i don't need i don't need more people like that was just that was enough
1: I'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure. If,
0: for a con. But that it, is enough for me. Oh, I know. That's it sounds lovely. Yeah, no, I, I thought if you had a question, you had it answered. If mm-hmm. you had a comment, you had it listened to. If you had something you wanted to give or say, or what, like it was very, for lack of a better term, intimate and very like cool breezy informal, and whatever I'm sure other cons are that way too but this this was definitely like the most chill not it was overwhelming it just wasn't overwhelming in terms of like the amount of people so start rewind back up first day before I even get there actually I needed to plan outfits shout out to Angie for providing me with my Hufflepuff robe hashtag Hufflepuff proud And I had my friend at Universal get me Sirius's wand. Sirius is my favorite Harry Potter character. There's no debating it really. And then I had to figure out another outfit. I posted pictures on Instagram. So if you haven't seen it, it was a really cute yellow plaid dress that I wore on Saturday. And then I decided to repeat an outfit because actually, no, I didn't even repeat an outfit. I ended up wearing a Weasley shirt the last day for my photo op with chris rankin which i'll get to in a minute but we got there that place is huge it was at the orlando conventions what is it called there's a fancier term for the convention center it's it's the it's big the one
1: by SeaWorld,
0: like south of SeaWorld a little bit yeah it's the main convention center orange county convention center i want to say <laughs> it's orange county maybe Orange County Convention Center. It was huge. It was in the West Concourse. It took up one or two halls in the West Concourse. It was very like small. Mm-hmm. MegaCon took up like a whole ass wing. This took up like a fraction of the space. Went in. They had a special section for the press people to kind of check in. You got your press passes. And you were able to like write your name and what, you know, outlet you were from. So I wrote, of course, Steffers, Adventures of Steffers podcast, because I'm cool and I'm hip and I'm whatever. No one looks at this, by the way, it kind of just says press, you walk around and you're cool. No one bugs you. It is what it is. And then we go into the main stage area. And honestly, this was where I spent 90% of my time if I wasn't in the vendor hall. Dan was the first spotlight after the opening ceremony. The opening ceremony was uh, Melissa, who was like the head of LeakyCon. Very nice lady. She kind of set it all up, introduced Chris. I want to say Cherry and Chanel. Cherry and Chanel are both TikTok creators. Well, Cherry does YouTube, but they're they're both creators on social media. Very funny. Very great. Very nice. And they all kind of set up the scene. And then Stan's panel was first. I didn't really know what to expect from a panel. Like when I think panel, would you talk in? Like clearly they're talking, but I didn't know if it was like an interview or like he had some predetermined spiel he was going to share. I wasn't really sure what to expect. Very nice. The man from the Potterless podcast was interviewing him. I'm pretty sure it was yeah don't know his name I want to say it's Mike someone can fact check me on that but he was very funny and very personable so he interviewed Stan and it was an hour of questions and then Q&A from the audience well let me tell you they were wearing blazers and shorts <laughs> and by they I mean Stan and then uh Josh was also wearing I and then the hat it was like I don't that's a choice um, it it was a choice and I was just very confused is it the right choice Uh, that's debatable and I think he was wearing a scarf too I posted a picture on my Instagram it is literally like my first day where I'm wearing like my school outfit in that post you can see that I was that he yeah it it was a fashion choice for sure but he was super funny Uh, Something that I noticed was almost like the guys that were there, uh, Josh and Stan, they got in, they have either been into MMA or they do some sort of like fighting training situation. And I was like, okay, Slay, I see what you're doing. So we did that for an hour. Then where did we go from there? I feel like this whole day was a blur because I don't think I followed any of the quote unquote schedule I set aside for myself. But the next thing that I can remember is oh, we did the Potterless Live, I'm pretty sure. And Potterless Live was with Chanel and Chris Rankin, and they kind of did this whole bit with. Uh, how McGonagall would act towards something versus Percy Weasley and it was very it was really funny how similar yet how different they are so that was cute lots of laughs and a lot of just things in general and then Josh was there maybe I have a photo with Josh, but I don't know if that was from day one. That sounds a little bit too premature, but then there was, um, something with Josh. I want to say it was a panel with Josh at the, toward the end of the day. And he was super funny. He has a really cool spider web tattoo on his knee that really distracted me. Like he's all tatted. The glow ups are real with these people. I just want to put that out there. The gloves were real. Um, And it was very much, I wanted to stay and follow the schedule that I had set for myself. Like I went through the app and like the schedule they had online. And I was like, I want to do this, 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 this. And then you get there and you're like, eh, we don't have to do this. Or like, am I really interested in that? Because I don't really listen to any of these podcasts. I will say the Potterless one, I kind of want to listen to after I finish all the books because he was super personable and super funny and real for lack of a better term so i'm interested in seeing that but i was like there was another one that's called a uh, goblet of wine i don't know if i was really into that i don't i don't think i don't think that was for me so we didn't do that we actually went into the vendor hall which was overwhelming in and of itself i didn't know how to act what to do there were so many things and it was it was just the first day so like not everything was even set up. There were rows and rows and rows of things. And I was going up and down, up and down, up and down. And it wasn't just Harry Potter stuff, which is something that I enjoyed. It was very much like mostly Harry Potter, but there was like this one sh- um, vendor that had like, um, I bought some stuff. I put the merch hall on my Instagram, on my highlights. And I also posted a TikTok with it, but she uses recycled music and she writes different quotes. And the quotes were like anywhere from Harry Potter to, I think she even had like a random heart with Johnny Depp in it to, you know, bourbon. It was just random things. Um, And she was a very nice person. Um, I believe her shop is called Lexicon of Love. So make sure to check her out. And then- Honestly, we spent, until Josh's panel, we kind of just spent the whole afternoon in the vendor hall. We ate, the convention center did have food booths. My suggestion is either pack yourself something or bring some snacks and have something small. It was Papa John's, a place called Taste of Asia, like a cafe-esque kind of stand and Four Rivers barbecue. I should have tried Four Rivers Barbecue because I've heard good things. I just didn't have the mental capacity to like, I didn't know if I wanted barbecue because sometimes barbecue can upset my stomach and I didn't want to mess with that. But I digress. Um, we also ended up going into some vendor stands and like they had some cute like uh, clothing items. Like they had hats and stuff that, I, that we wanted to try to take pictures with. I took a poop ton of photos and videos of each of the stands i think i'm going to do a ranking list of like my top clearly i bought some stuff but there were there were ones that i really wanted to buy stuff at didn't have the money to do so so it's fine they also had a lot of very impressive photo ops that i made sure to partake in because influencer life it was gross. I'm not going to call myself an influencer because who do I influence? I influence nobody. And then we ended our day with the Josh panel where I took way too many photos of him and I stared for way too long. <laughs> I have no shame. I absolutely have no shame. So main focus of the first day was the stand panel, Josh panel, all the vendors. The Chanel Williams panel was very funny because she's just a funny person but unless you knew her from tiktok i don't think it would have landed as well with others you know what i mean um but i was most surprised with the vendors that they were able i was skeptical that they were going to have any good vendors because i didn't know how big like i've never i had never heard of this con before so i was skeptical to see like what they could really get so i wasn't I was really surprised by the end result of it all. And that was just day one of this shebang. Overwhelming shebang, honestly. I think this was the day I felt the most overwhelmed. Yeah, it sounds like it was a lot for sure. And we left early too. There was a concert at the end of the day and we were like, no, we can go out to dinner instead. So then we did that. And that was... That was day one of LinkyCon for me.
1: So considering this was your first day, your first time at a convention ever, like what would you say would be your main tip for someone who is a convention virgin going into this wild and crazy ride?
0: Um, ideally, don't go by yourself. That, that's probably my number one tip is don't go by yourself. My second tip would be be flexible. Mm-hmm. I think I am very much a planning person and I'm very much a control freak. So having a schedule and, and doing a thing is kind of just how I'm programmed, mm-hmm. but it was the flexibility that helped me see more things, do more things, talk to more people, experience something i wouldn't have necessarily you know done and including go to this convention in the first place but just being flexible just not not regretting not going to a panel or you know being intrigued enough to go to something else just be flexible and don't do it alone all great um, tips for um, sure. Unless you're just, you want to be alone, then be alone. I just think that it helps me get out of my shell for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. So day two comes around. Day two. Yo. Okay. So let me tell you, we were a pretty decent distance away from the convention center. So we had this plan of like, we're going to get up early and we're going to go do the things and the whatever, dude. D- going back to being flexible. <laughs> we made it so the first thing that i wanted to do was at 10 a.m and it was the uh, q a with chanel williams and cherry wallace who are like i said both uh, content creators we made it like 10 15 minutes late it was fine we made it and that was really it's nice listening and kind of uh interacting with people who are in a space that you want to potentially go into a lot of people asked like Harry Potter based questions, but a good few asked about like, how do you make it in content creation or how did you get started or this, that, or the other thing. And I thought that that was pretty enlightening to listen to. They were also just really funny and had really good chemistry with each other. So that was something that I enjoyed. After that, we went back to the vendor hall. I this is the thing I there more rows more people and we didn't finish it the first day we could have we just didn't so this is a day where I spent a lot of my money your poor wallet I my third tip budget for merch because I spent more money at this con with merch than I do when I go to the theme parks. It's number one, it's small shops, which is something that I enjoy. There are artists that are just putting out their work and helping people buy. And it's just, it hits different when you're at a convention with people who are like-minded. So budget for loot, because I got a lot of it especially since I'm like redoing my office and I wanted some like posters and stuff. Just, you'll thank me later, just budge for it. After that, um, we talked to some cosplayers. We made some new friends. And by me, I, I, by we, I really mean Taylor because Taylor's the uh, social one. Um, Taylor's family met up with us for a little bit, walked around with them took some more photos at the, at new photo opportunities that they put up on the second day. And then it was Sean Biggerstaff's panel time. So we went to go talk, like listen to him talk. And also there was a roast on the second day. So we did, McGongle's roast was like a schedule change. So Chanel Williams dressed up as McGonagall. If you don't know who she is, she does McGonagall impressions. So she does the voice and the whole thing. And she did an hour long roast and it was the funniest thing ever. It was just like her TikToks, but on repeat and about different people. And she let the audience like pick different characters to roast. It was like a whole thing. And then we did the Oliver Wood panel, which was interesting because he's not very, he he's not very prominent in the spotlight and like, he doesn't do like the fighting stuff. He's like a foodie. So he posts a lot about food and stuff nowadays. Um, and it was really funny because you see these people in the audience and, they, and one of the questions they asked is like, what is your favorite thing to make? And it, it's nice to see that the line isn't Harry Potter. Like people genuinely get to like follow these people and get to know like who they are outside the roles, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, and then after his panel, Went back to the Venner Hall. There were some creators that I actually personally followed beforehand um, that I and like met for the first time, which is really nice. I was scared to meet them. And then Taylor, of course, said, let's go say hi. Blah, 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 blah. So we did that. I peeked into, um, they did this like game show thing with Afshan, Josh, and Sean. And then we went to break for dinner. Before the Esther Earl ball, that was, mm, let me tell you, I was looking cute day two. So I was okay to go to a ball. Taylor had to change into her Merida outfit because she went full. She was already in Merida, but she went like ball Merida, you know what I'm saying? So then we went to the ball. We were like, oh, we'll go to this ball for like an hour. The ball started at like eight. So we went out to dinner. We went to, Ma- Magianos, Am I close? Mangiannos? I'm I'm very close. Maggiannos. That sounds but right. If I'm saying it wrong. Let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You let me. I definitely was saying it wrong. Um. <laughs> so we went there because it was close to the convention center. It was very good. Saw people that we met at the con. They were going to the ball too, and we all just kind of hung out. And then we went back. Well, let me tell you about this ball. Fourth tip or fifth tip, whatever tip number I'm on. <laughs> do the after hours. Of Like the after hours, quote unquote. Because technically the con days end at like five or six. Do the after hours events. Number one, the the actors were there. It's just a nice little eye to look at. And just you're in the same room. And it's like very like, we're just people. And we're in the same room. You're just in the VIP section. And I'm just staring at you in the VIP section. It's fine. But also, it was very like, it was like a closing ceremony At the end, like, when we were about to leave, it was very, like, Melissa was super thankful. She gave, like, a background on the Esther ball. She was thanking all of us for attending because, you know, with the world on fire, she didn't know if this was ever going to come back. And it was just a very, like, we're all nerds in the same space loving the same thing. And it was, like, a whole group. Like, we chanted, we danced, we blah, blah, blah. That's what we did. We, we danced the night away and we actually stayed until the very freaking end. So past my bedtime, but still a fun time. Made some friends, followed them on Instagram. Shout out to the new friends. Um, but before the ball, before we went to dinner, your girl got a photo with Josh who plays Goyle. In case you missed the beginning part of that when I said it at the beginning of the episode, he is just fun to look at you know what I'm saying it's just anyway that was my first photo op got to touch a famous person it was just a moment I'm pretty sure I've had a photo op with other famous people who they are escapes me so clearly not memorable but (laughs) (laughs) that was like highlight day two the after party wore me out though so day three was lackluster day three I I paid for a photo op with Chris Rankin. I wore my Weasley t-shirt from Shop After Color. Well, After Color is the shop name, but I think their website is Shop After Color or their Instagram handle Shop After Color. So shout out to them. He was like, I like your shirt. I was like, I like your face. I did not say that because I am not that brave. I said I wore it just for you. We took our picture. I peeked into the cosplay contest on day three and then I went to Disney Springs. (laughs) I was just, we slept in until like 10, 11 o'clock. We didn't really get going until like 12, 1 o'clock. I had to be at my thing at 2.20. I was like, this is so much. Like, I I couldn't. It was just a lot at that point. Yeah. Your, so, your introvert batteries were dying. Dude, I, they were done after day one, but like they were really <laughs> done after day two going into day three. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just oh, and it was, it's funny because I was talking to my friends about that and I forgot who else I was, I was talking to a a few people in different, at different times, but I was like, I don't go out on a daily basis. My social interaction is on the internet and there, I plan these trips and like, I, and I have good times on these trips, but there comes a point where like, I'm just not, it's like training for a marathon like I don't train to like socially interact with people and like go 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 and do all these things so when I go I get exhausted (laughs) and like Mm -hmm. I was exhausted for a good two at least three days after honestly I'm still exhausted but I think that that's just my own like life stress that's affecting me at this point I have such a great time I don't regret going can't do it all the time like I have friends that go out every weekend socialize with other people or they have family come or like whatever the case may be I can't do that like leave me alone I will cuddle my Gimli and be content and that's just how I am like if you want to talk to me catch me on Valorant catch me on Fortnite catch me on Twitch you know what I'm saying it's just like a different like I don't have to wear pants if I'm on okay I do wear pants (laughs) I don't want you to think I don't wear pants but what I'm saying is is like you only see what I want you to see at that point. It's just a different vibe at the theme parks, bro. It's hot. Yeah. Let me say this again. (laughs) Florida's hot, dude. So that really plays into my exhaustion as well, because, you know, you you, just because you're inside does not mean you're immune Mm -mm. to the blistering sun that is Florida. But yeah, that was that was my leaky con in a nutshell. I could have requested to interview any of the actors as like a special press thing i did not i that wasn't something i was one prepared to do two i'm too awkward um it's continuing i fully intend to next year if i am blessed enough to go which i will go like i'm i'm fully mentally ready to go again next year um i just didn't Number 1, I'll have the books read by the by the end of next year. Number 2, not all the actors read the books, but I just wanted to have some, I felt like I was too much of a Harry Potter noob to like, hey, I'm going to ask you some questions. I did, it didn't seem genuine and I didn't want to try to make stuff up on the spot. So I didn't. But it's fine. We're fine. We made it through the wilderness. It was a lot. <laughs> that I made it and I survived my first con I spent way too much money and I got photos with some awesome dudes and you got
1: a lot of experience just like content creating too you know it was Uh, okay I'm just saying
0: I okay so this is my thing with content creation and I don't know I don't know I'm just gonna say this and it's just gonna go whatever way it's gonna go I don't feel comfortable recording stuff in public like vloggers. I don't know how they do it. That was, it was, I don't know how they do it. It just seems really not weird, but just like awkward, like talking to your phone or camera in public. Mm -hmm. I felt perfectly fine asking the vendors if I could take photos or videos of their booths that typically I would be way too shy to do. Um, content of myself was something that I would like to work on. Um, if anyone who is listening to this and is a content creator, if you have any tips, let me know. And I know a lot of people say you just have to do it and kind of just it, confidence comes over time. I I need a, I need a, like a step before, before just do it. I need like a, how do you get to, to, to the point where you're comfortable with doing it? Like I. gain confidence. Yeah, it was just, Taylor is great and she got me, like, the couple TikToks that I recorded were all her. I, mm, too, it was, it was, yeah, I, yeah, it it was not in my comfort zone and I know a lot of people can make content and not really show themselves, but I would like to get to a point where that's what I do. Mm -hmm. I just don't know how to, how to do that. And I also just don't want to seem like I'm just copying other people like and like what kind of content they make so that's like yeah, that's kind of hard though they well so I don't want to do something the same way someone else does it I just want to have the confidence to do something the way I would do it I guess mm-hmm. is really where I'm at which I have no idea how to get there but I digress we did it we made it to LeakyCon. we got a press pass I survived I didn't cry which is that's really awesome. a tick off my list gold star thank you I tried
1: so moving on from Lakeycon. he also did something else pretty fun on this trip Ugh. and sweat well everyone well okay
0: <laughs> i mean considering where you went yes there was a lot of sweat involved um we so when i first got there i hopped off the plane not at lax but we went directly to epcot after i hopped off the plane uh, my friend was awesome enough and got us a boarding group for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. So I was able to watch or er, to watch that, to ride that. Um, if you guys listen to Dawes Does Disney, you know that this was in my sights, but also Caramel Horn was in my sights, which I indeed achieved. I did indeed achieve both of those. I even was able to ride Cosmic Rewind twice. I'm going to try to give a spoiler-free review, which is honestly pretty easy to do in most regards. I, I don't really know how people, I guess I do know how people get spoiled because I could literally tell you the whole story of the ride. So that's fair, but I, I don't think that that's kind of how I roll. Um, I will say when you first get into the whole wonders of Xandar area that's what it's gonna be called right that sounds right that sounds yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that sounds right I didn't understand where the line was it was like a ticketing booth and like you were in the center kind of thing to scan your magic band okay it was kind of just weird I like you just kind of had to follow the crowd which is fine this is exactly what we did but it was just kind of weird. There wasn't like a line to the line. It was kind of just like an entrance and then you go into the line type of thing. The queue was very pretty for lack of a better term. Like it was like uplighted and like very spacious and provided some context, but it wasn't like integral to the story of the ride. Um what oh, can, I said can we say what the queue is themed around because I know that and I haven't written it yet. Uh we can like it, I, I, I don't know if it's a spoiler or not. Isn't it just like themed the, to the, the museum? Oh yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't even know that part, oh. but that's exactly <laughs> what it is. It, it's a museum. That's I mean, that's fair to say. Um, I will say there is a really cool aspect in the queue. If you liked the kind of um what's the word display that used to be in the uh, what's it called the epcot center the uh what is that called the little thing the in the fence no it's it's that newer thing where they showed what they were going the plans for epcot and the different pavilions kind of oh thing. the preview center yeah yeah, yeah sure whatever the I, thing I... that let, lit up the different the different yeah, yeah, sections yeah. of epcot and like kind of told you yeah there's like some some semblance of that in in the queue which i really enjoyed so that was cool. But other than that, it was definitely like a museum. It wasn't, there wasn't really anything spoilery to the story. It kind of was just giving you some cool stuff to look at. The pre-shows, however, I, I say that there is one pre-show in two parts, but it might be two pre-shows. It's just kind of back to back. So I kind of just lump them into one. First pre-show, I was very sh- Mm, shocked isn't a good word I was very intrigued with the technology that they used for the pre-show I have I admire that kind of situation that they got going on there I'm not going to spoil that part because it's just cool and you should see it the second part of the pre-show I saw that it broke down a day or two ago if you miss that go back and write again y- you need to experience that Uh, I could literally give a spoiler in terms of what it's like, but I will not, but it is literally setting up the ride. So you need to, you need to experience it. Um, I will say if it breaks to a point where like, you can, you just kind of get the end of it. I mean, that's fine, but I think you need the whole, you Mm. know, the whole picture. So me take that as you will. I will say after the pre-shows, when you get into like the final line where you're going to the loading area, it's kind of weird because it's like doors open and everyone rushes in and it's like a wide hall, not even hallway. It's like a wide situation where there's not a defined line. You're all just kind of sprinting to see who can get to where they're going first. That was a little weird, but it it kind of settles down, I guess, at some point. Mm-hmm. um and then you get like a nice aerial view of the landing or the landing platform the <laughs> the loading the loading um deck essentially you're like higher up and you get to look down at it it's very much like the space mountain when you walk by like them leaving but like if you're higher up and see it from a different angle this sounds, this sounds very much like Gringotts in a way like the way you're setting this up with the queue. Oh, not that high Okay. It's not that high. Okay. Okay. No, you're you're higher, and then you go down essentially to the landing. So, like, you get like gotcha. a nice. So it's okay. like looking down through windows versus like mm-hmm. just looking to your left and right. It's like a very nice, like. Okay, that reminds way. me of the Space Mountain queue in Disneyland. Then, which you will be going to. one Yeah, I was gonna say one oh, day I'll someday. go to that. It it really is but very much Space Mountain, but mm-hmm. just like at a higher elevation, and then you like go down into like which side you're going to go. The ride itself. I had asked this on my Instagram stories. I was like, can someone give me some semblance of like what this ride is going to do to me? (laughs) I would like to say people were half accurate and half not accurate. Um, with me, if you don't know, if you're just now tuning in because you saw the clickbait title in which I said something like, it's my birthday. Listen to my Cosmic Rewind review. I don't know. Whatever my my title ends up being. I get motion sickness. I can ride Velocicoaster. I can ride Gringotts. I will not ride like Simpsons because the screen is too blurry and I'm like, uh, Forbidden Journey, I won't ride. Uh, but I ride pretty much. Almost anything else. I don't think I have any many aversions. It's just like I know what my limit is. So I was going into this knowing that, spoiler, maybe skip like 30 seconds, it launches backwards and knowing that it spins 360. So, with that being said, I was more worried about the launch backwards, not the spinning. The spinning, I was like, oh, it's probably like Gringotts. Incorrect, negatory, big fat thumbs down, no. like it's the spinning is more like primeval world than green gods
1: okay
0: but like in a smoother larger scale makes sense and like it, it it for a reason but like it's it's a whole last spin it's not it's not like a green gods let me turn you and then spin you one way and then spin you the other then i'm doing like a finger twirl with my hands i just want to let everyone know I will say the track 150% reminds me of Space Mountain. It's the spinning. If you have an aversion to spinning, wear motion sickness patches, maybe don't ride it. (laughs) Like if you're going to ride it once, wear, wear some sort of motion sickness or take some sort of motion sickness thing. I will say the very first time I rode it, I was in the second car, first row of that car. I was fine um i looked where the track was going versus what was around me in the ride there is enough movement and like the track makes enough sense where you won't you won't miss a whole thing if you're looking where you're going is there room for me to want to look at what's around me to take it all in 150% but i knew better i kept to where i was going i think if you can make sure that you're you, you move where the ride is going versus what's around you, you will be okay. The second time I wrote it, I was fortunate enough to, again to ride it twice. I had written it later in the evening after we were walking around to World Showcase and I was dying of heat exhaustion, kind of literally and figuratively. Um, we went to World Showcase to try some food booths. Shout out to the dumplings in China because those are my favorite always. The cheese ball roll things from Brazil, also really good. Highly recommend. Moonshine sour. I also was able to try that 10 out of 10, which leads me to, I had a fan. I drank bottles of water. It was not enough. We took AC breaks to walk through different stores and things. It was not enough. We sat through the whole American adventure show. I had to rest my eyes in there. That sounds really dramatic, but this is just how I work. I had to, like the AC was great, but when I suffer from like, like when I overheat, I get like this headache and this weird like nausea where it's not like I'm going to throw up, but like I need to, to essentially sleep. So I closed my eyes and I kind of just, I was still coherent and I wasn't like, snoring or taking a full ass nap in this show I closed my eyes enough where I like my body would relax itself and I could kind of regen my kind of my myself get my life together after I had downed a full bottle of water and I had my fan on me the entire time I needed to ensure that I wasn't feeling like a dehydration sensation because my number one and it's kind of hand in hand my number one tip other than wearing like a motion sickness motion sickness is making sure you're hydrated before you go on Cosmic Rewind. I 150% can see why people are puking on it, especially in this Florida heat. But if I bought a ginger ale in a water bottle before my second time riding so that right after I got off, I could sip on it and chug it. I will say first time I was fine, like getting off, like I felt like that whole uh imbalance when, when you're on a ride that kind of spins and moves, you like have to get your bearings again. The second time I got off, I was fine until I had stopped moving. And then I was a little woozy. I was like, that's not good. I need to sit down first or I couldn't even sit down. I had to like lean up against something. And that's when I was drinking the ginger ale and drinking water. The ride was great. We got, I ran the first time and everybody wants to rule the world the second time. That sounds right. Why do I, every time I say that song title, I feel like I say it wrong. Oh, that's right. I was really afraid I would get the second, the, the same song twice. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be so mad if like I rested and like I got my life back together just for me to get the same song. Luckily we did not. Um, it's very much Space Mountain vibes. Other than the spinning, like the track, like the way the track is, It was great. It was smooth. It was dark. Maybe that's why it gives me space mountain vibes. I will say, I still think I like space mountain better. Like I like space mountain and Hagrid's better as rides as a whole. I don't know if that's because of the spinning probably like it doesn't have the rebound ride ability for me because I get motion sick. Hagrid's I can ride that and like yeah the backwards part kind of makes me eh but I I can recoup faster than with the spinning I think um what helped me singing the songs on the ride helped me kind of like focus on something else screaming really helps I know that that's you know I mean don't scream bloody murder but screaming kind of just helps keep your Whatever it does to you. But I hear like when I first rode a roller coaster with a loop, someone told me to just scream and it just helps you feel better. 10 out of 10 recommend. Um, I definitely will write it again, but I just think that I have to limit myself to either writing it at the beginning of the day or just ensuring that I like take the precautionary st- It sounds so stupid, but like I genuinely like I don't want to ruin my day over one ride, type mm. of thing. I know Jen from Dillos Diz wrote it and she was like once was enough for me <laughs> like I can't okay. I I can I do think that riding it twice with the amount of time in between that I did perfectly fine just definitely having that safety net of one the motion sickness patches and two the gender ale was top tier and then we went out to dinner so it was like not too bad because then I got to like fill up on some carbs after which is pretty good That was a really long-winded thing that I just said about that whole ride.
1: No, I think it's important to, especially for that ride, to see it through someone's perspective, as you did with the motion sickness. Because, I mean, I don't know if you saw a couple days ago that somebody was so dizzy when they got off the ride, they fell down the stairs and, like, really hurt themselves. Like, this is something I feel like Disney really hasn't gone into that territory of, like, slightly crazy rides. I mean... California Adventure has the um, Incredicoaster
0: now. Or but I, think, to be California I spring, think but Incredicoaster though, I think I'll do better on Incredicoaster. Oh, I am absolutely. perfectly fine with speed and I'm perfectly fine with heights. It's the spinning and then mm-hmm. it's, you know what what it is really? It's the braking. It's one of those things when you're going so fast on a ride and then it has to slow you down. So they input those brakes. That is where my stomach drops. Mm -hmm. I get nauseous and I'm like your girl needs to go deal deal with some stuff but I've gotten I mean I know the rides that do that more or less and I was wondering if this ride would do it it was absolutely how Velocicoaster is in terms of smoothness like it's very you're not going to get sick from jerkiness or like some uh the breaking situation. It's very smooth. The spins make sense, like why you do them, and like the whole it. It's like a very fun ride. Mm-hmm. I just know. I, I there's a way that I have to kind of do these rides, and that's just kind of me as a motion sickness, almost thirty female, <laughs> kind of how it is. Um, I do have questions from the audience. Mm-hmm. About I, I'm pretty sure almost every single one of the questions was about Guardians. That's why I didn't answer any I during LeakyCon because the LeakyCon questions were generic. So I answered all of those already. <laughs> so um do you have them or do you I
1: want I do? I do have them here. Um so first question is from Crispy's TPA. Hopefully I'm saying that right. But the oh, question Chris, yes. What was your favorite part of Guardians? Could be a ride aspect or even just something from the queue. Um
0: favorite thing from the ride. So the thing I mentioned earlier that the light up the light up sections uh part of the queue that I really enjoyed. I really like those kind of elements. Um I'm trying to think of the actual ride without spoiling it. I will say okay, no, I'll say something from the ride. The initial start of the ride, and I don't want to spoil it, but the initial first part when you get out of the loading dock, that first initial part before the ride fully starts, that's probably my favorite only mostly because of the theming of it or like the look of it. I guess it's Mm -hmm. themed, but like overall, I think that that's my favorite part of the ride. Okay. All right. Other question is from the mouse and more
1: and the question is, how did you feel after writing
0: Guardians twice? <laughs> Hi, Adam. I felt nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I said, spacing it out was definitely key. I do think I, I think I handled writing it twice very well. I don't think I could do more than twice in one day though, for sure. Um, I think, Um. fall, like winter, I, 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 this is, I'm beating a dead horse, but I think the temperature really plays a factor. And I just think just slightly cooler where I can keep myself hydrated easier. And I don't have to struggle to kind of not get exhausted. Cause I, I don't live in Florida anymore. So like, I'm not acclimated to the Florida humidity, the Florida, like, I feel it also all in my face, which is even worse. Cause some people like just kind of sweat through their pits and on their back or whatever. I I'm a hot-blooded person to begin with. Like I get hot just laying in bed. So it's just one of those things where I'm like, oh, I just. and it's not even like, I don't even care about the sweat. It's just my face overheats and I get really nauseous from that. It's like uh, sun poisoning. Is that what is it's called? Mm-hmm. Heat poisoning, whatever it's called. Yeah. That's essentially how I feel. Um, I don't think I could ride it more than twice. I definitely can't ride it twice back to back. I don't know in what circumstance I would ever do that, but definitely couldn't do that um but i think i took enough precautions knowing my body solid i i do want to get all the songs though so i am determined to ride this more i just want to put that out there i i'm very much determined i'm a person that if there are different versions of a thing i'm getting all the versions mark my words internet so how star tour is going for you <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I've ever ridden Star Tours. Like maybe oh. when I was a wee, 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 peewee. I've ridden with Smuggler's Run. Isn't that the better better ride anyway? In my opinion, no. Wow. I really enjoyed Smuggler's Run. Okay. I did as well. I wrote, I wrote it twice only because I got stuck as an engineer the first time and I wanted oh, to pilot. Yeah. I, oh, I got a pilot my first and only time riding Smuggler's Run. I, I'm going to
1: preface this with if you haven't ridden it yet and you were st- still trying to keep it a secret from yourself don't mute me but I I think my biggest disappointment with that ride overall was that it's the same ride through every single
0: time oh I thought there were different versions of smugglers run I thought you had you could get different planets I've never I mean, I never got- the, I am almost planning. positive there are different versions of Smugglers Run. Someone fact check the audience, please. I, I, okay, somebody needs to,
1: but I got this exact same one twice in a row and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I wanted to ride- the Star ride Tours have different versions? Oh yeah. So okay, the maybe Star I'm Tours is confused. broken into a beginning, middle, end and there's two like bridge scenes and every single one is different. Like it's very hard to get the same ride back to back. Like, there's dozens of combinations.
0: Interesting. I thought it had different versions. But I'm asking the audience. AKA, I'm phoning a friend. (laughs) And also, someone tweet at us. I had a great time on Smuggler's Run. I'm a Millennium Falcon (laughs) love. I was going to say something else, and that's probably not appropriate to say on the internet. So... Um... That's interesting that you say that, honestly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I have a question then, since you've written both, okay. what's the main, d- why is Star Tours more nauseating?
1: I'm not saying it's more nauseating. I mean, it might be Most for people, you. Well, most people say it's more nauseating. Well, it's it's a lot more jerky than Smugglers Run, in my opinion, first oh, off, okay. and
0: then it's 3D. Oh, the 3D is what's gonna mess me up, not the yes. jerkiness. That's the whole and- thing. I mean Star Tours never used
1: to be a 3D and I, I don't know it, it can it can definitely take a toll on most people
0: I feel and it's the same kind of ride vehicle as what as smugglers run yeah like you walk into like a like a cockpit of a of a ship and like it's the same yeah, concept you're, you're on you're on a, a star really. speeder but it, it holds like what like 40 50 people
1: it's basically a big showroom. I'm trying to... Oh, uh, another ride you may have ridden that's... Sick. like Trek 4D. I mean, like, like, Back to the Future,
0: Um, but... Oh, it's like that, know, okay, okay. Quadruple the size of the DeLoreans. But it's one vehicle versus... Correct. ...different DeLoreans in the same... St- oh, yes. okay. Huh. Yeah, the 3D aspect is probably what will mess me up. Also, according to the audience, aka the Phono Friend, it's the same ride, but the number of Quaxium tanks you get will change based on how you do. So... It's like playing the same video game over and over and over and, yeah. over, and over. Well, yeah. But how many times are you really going to rewrite it in one day? De- I mean, and you no, case, no, no, probably multiple, yeah, but I don't know. I, I think, I don't know. Like this, this is my problem with,
1: I, we're going so off track here. That's fine. like <laughs> Tangent time. It, it, like this was my biggest gripe about um, Pandora was like, uh, Flight of Passage was amazing And then the Navi river journey was like the most disappointing thing I've ever ridden, minus the animatronic at the end. Um, And it's kind of the same thing for me. Like Smuggler's Run was really fun the first time. It was more fun the second time because I asked for the pilot seat. But then I was like, "Eh, okay, I've done it. Like I'm good until I go and ride it with someone new, you know, like it's just, I, I don't feel like there's a lot of replayability and I do hope that that changes in the future.
0: I should make it where you go on different planets now mm-hmm. i'm like stuck on mm-hmm. that needing to be a thing yeah i do enjoy Smuggler's run though so i have no ill will against that ride but i can see why that would get kind of repetitive and and mm-hmm. i see it uh star tours i don't know if i will ever uh do all that sounds a little bit a little bit too too much that's yeah Um, I did get another question about LeakyCon. Um, So I just want to backtrack. Justice Midgen. Um, This is from Little Elaine Adventures on Instagram. Do you think if you don't know anyone, LeakyCon will still feel inviting? Um, I did DM her and ask if she meant like know anyone in terms of like the actors that attended or in terms of like people, like you go alone. Mm -hmm. I will say- Um, if you go alone and you're an introvert, you might have some issues. I'm not saying you wouldn't enjoy your time because something that I like about going solo to the parks is you can kind of plan your own itinerary. So it's kind of the same concept. If you're going to socialize though, clearly that'll kind of be like a sore spot for you. And actor wise, if you have knowledge of the fandom in which you are attending whether or not you know the actors i think you're gonna have a good time because it's about the love of that fandom not necessarily the love of the the talent that that's there i do think that you mean the first one though so that's what i'm gonna say um i i didn't know what to expect so for me the event felt inviting i just felt very out of place because I'm a very socially awkward person which if you meet me in person you might not get that but I'm very much I'm very much like let me stick to myself I also feel inferior so there's that stop <laughs> but yes I will say as the socially awkward person that I am I will be going back to like econ and hopefully shout out to Taylor for providing me like an extroverted person's help in like wrangling people to take pictures of and stuff but i do think i will take um one of my harry potter loving friends so that they can enjoy you know what i'm saying so that they can Mm -hmm. enjoy the talent and like the different um nerdy things that like econ has to offer hopefully that answers your question any more questions or does that conclude most of them were generalized so i think that that's i'm gonna double check most of everyone wanted to know everything about uh guardians and then general leaky con questions that i kind of answered so i didn't really nitpick any other cues in terms of disney and epcot it was very nice that i was able to make the time to go um If you guys listen to me on Dawes, does Disney, or just some episodes that I've said on here, uh, it's not easy for me to afford going to Disney, but the times that I'm able to kind of swing over there is very nice. I will say, I recorded Dawes, does Disney earlier today, and I was looking, uh, we talked about an article, if you listen to Monday's episode, you know what we talked about, but if not, we talked about like Tron, how they're adding the safety netting, Tron is a ride I'm actually really excited about. I love Guardians of the Galaxy 150%. It's my wholehearted Marvel, like other than Spider-Man, like Guardians are like my people. Um, I'm very excited for the ride vehicles and like the track of Tron. I've always been someone who loves like speed and like stuff like that. So I'm hoping to be able to go back soon. Oh, wait, we are going back soon. We're going to Very Merry in December. We are.
1: And hopefully Tron's open by then, but I have very low expectations.
0: I have low expectations too, but I really hope that that's a very high possibility. I just realized I completely forgot. So that was a great little thing. I literally talked about it earlier. That was a great little realization I just came to. So that's cute. So this will be my first Very Merry. and And it will also be my first okay i was like angie i don't know you've done scary you've been you've been to the halloweeny things but not uh Mm -hmm. so we will be dressing up in uh weather appropriate attire but whatever that is (laughs) we will be figuring that out i'm very excited uh magic kingdom used to be my favorite park i do think hollywood studios is my favorite park now maybe epcot I'm, it's one of the it depends on the day and it depends on like the mood i'm in i love figment but i also have grown to love like star wars and uh the rides at hollywood studios but i will say an after hours event at probably the busiest park ever during christmas time like it's a whole vibe it's just yeah. it's and it won't vibe. be nearly
1: as busy as it normally is so
0: that's a no, plus and we get cook was it cookies and hot Cooks, co- popcorn and cook- Is it cookies and hot cocoa or is it cookies, popcorn, hot cocoa? Do we get popcorn? I have no idea
1: if we get popcorn.
0: Uh, Well, cookies are better anyway. So that's fine. That's fine. I just, something to look forward to. I will, I'm going to try to have an episode of this pod next, not next week, the week after. I think I'm going to still stick to an every other week schedule. If I manage to record something next weekend, then i'll do that and i'll just put it out that week if not look for it um in a couple weeks and then after august i will go back to my every week schedule i just wanted to slow down a little bit for the summer because i know that everyone goes on vacations and doesn't have time to like listen to your girl uh talk about the things of the universe I do want to do an episode. I don't know if anyone's going to care about this stuff, though. The struggles of owning your own house and the things in which you do to make it a home. Um, I have an idea for that. Maybe that'll be the next episode. I got to talk to some people about it. I do have some things in the works or I do have ideas. I was struggling for a little bit with lack of ideas or like feeling very imposter syndromey. I know someone a creator that I follow um on literally all the platforms. She's doing more than just Orlando um theme parks. So I don't necessarily want to do that, but I want to kind of branch out into the things that I love and hold dear. Um Pineapple Princess 340 on TikTok. So go check her out. She's amazing and she It's super transparent and answers all my questions and helps whenever I need it. But I do have some content moving forward. It won't always be theme parks, but I hope you will stick around anyway. Also, I'm kind of thinking of maybe doing like a Harry Potter book review, but like multiple books in one episode versus like one episode per book, because that seems a little bit too extreme that requires me to read but that's i i'm getting into this like self-care really being uh intentional with my reading type situation so we'll see let me get let me know y'all if i'm just i shooting at straws at this point and i need to give up and all hope is lost stop i'll cry never internally that's fine though um angie thank you for walking through my recap of my life In the past month since i've been gone we do have some exciting things coming up i do have a trip coming up in a month and i will be at volcano bay again which i love got a cabana got a different cabana uh we got a bigger cabana because we have a lot more friends coming with us so i will have like a volcano bay uh cabana tour give you more of a real breakdown it'll be great and then you'll be going to disneyland's uh what's that boogie boogie bash, on the other boogie bash.
1: yes in, in october.
0: october and then we'll see each other again in december we have a lot going on we do. theme park related but we also have a lot going on in our lives angie's moving mm-hmm. i'm doing some home stuff it's been a lot but i hope you guys keep up with us Angie, please tell the people where they can find you and your art and your 3D printing shenanigans that you uh, are selling things and do I don't, whatever you're doing. Oh,
1: they exist. They just don't sell.
0: <laughs> so yeah, you can,
1: you can find me mostly on Instagram. It's uh, Angie underscore Annette underscore art. You can go follow me there. That's pretty much the only place I post. Um, you can also find me on Etsy if you just search my name. So yeah,
0: and I will leave that all in the description of this episode. She has also been in other episodes, so go look at that. Uh, her three D prints are pretty great, so Thanks. go buy them if you love things, because <laughs> who doesn't love things? Honestly, that's that's a that's a spicy meatball. Now I want cookies. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, this episode has officially gone off the rails. I am happy that you're here. Thank you. If you're listening to this episode after a month long break, I really appreciate you coming back and listening to me ramble on about things. I hope you enjoyed the content that I posted about LeakyCon. I do have a lot more that I do need to post. I'm also, I still need to write a blog post about it, but this little recap does it partial justice um i hope you enjoyed my review of guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind i hope this helps anyone who does suffer from motion sickness because disney is one of those places that's really great for people who can't do all those thrill rides but i get that they're trying to step it up and have more variety and i really appreciate that and this definitely isn't a ride of its own league it it's nt way also if you have written cosmic rerun please tweet at me or dm me what songs you have already gotten and how you would rank them speaking of if you want to tweet at me catch me at asianzing95 on twitter my tiktok and instagram is adventures with stuffers and if you can't get enough of me listening to me once every week or every other week you can find me on twitch monday wednesdays and saturdays twitch.tv slash 95 I will catch you on the next episode. Please let me know if you care about my home life situations or book recommendations or something, and we'll catch you on the next episode. I also don't forget to check out my blog, adventureswithstuffers.com. I will be making changes to it here shortly and adding some stuff because apparently that helps you grow on the internet. Anyway, I will talk to you guys on the next one. I hope you have a great day, night, evening, week, uh, driving something poop session. I've already forgot my outro. Oh, well, this is how it is. All right. Catch you on the next one.
1: Bye.